Hello and welcome to The Daily Dose. I am your host, James Dunn, and I am here to provide you with your daily shot of inspiration, motivation, just a little something to crack your mind open to some new ideas or reinforce the ones you already have. I read all the books. I watch all the videos. I attend the seminars and participate in the programs and masterminds to learn as much as I can about what it takes to live a happy, successful, and most importantly, fulfilling life. And I combine that learning with my own real-life experiences, stilling them all down to one single idea or concept you can focus on each day to propel you to the life you've always dreamed of. Open wide. Here comes your daily dose. Hey guys, before we dive into today's episode, I want to share some exciting news with you. We have our first official sponsor of the show. And if you know anything about me at all, you know I do not promote anything that I don't personally believe in. I'm not going to have an advertiser or anything on here that I don't use the product, that I don't actually love the product. I don't do anything on here strictly for money. So I'm really excited to share with you guys Sweat CBD. A little bit of information about the company. Sweat CBD was started by Kelsey Ayers. She's a health and wellness coach, and after taking anxiety medication for a good portion of her life, she had that epic pour-the-medicine-down-the-toilet moment when she found CBD. After 20 minutes of the first day of taking it, she knew she had found the natural substitute for every medication and recovery supplement she had ever taken. Sweat is a full-spectrum CBD, and it's grown and manufactured in the USA by a trusted manufacturer. She works with them hand-in-hand to guarantee that this is a product that they would take themselves and give to their families. This product is third-party lab-tested, showing its quality, purity, consistency, and potency. Sweat CBD is organic and pesticide and artificial terpene-free. Now, me personally... I love the gummies. I, what I love about them is I can just pop one in. They, not, they got a nice sweet taste to them. And I don't, I don't need a lot of sweets. Don't need a lot of candy, anything like that. So it's a nice little, uh, nice little bonus. It makes me feel good. But what it does, it, it calms me down. It takes off that hyper edge that I have. I got a little bit of hyperactivity. And it just gives me better focus to do the things that I know I need to do and to be present, you know, wherever I am at. Now, unlike many other CBD companies, they actually infuse their, gum, their gummies. So instead of dipping them or spraying them, what they do is they actually infuse them. And so what that does is that ensures that each bear is holding the advertised amount of CBD. And then even once they're done with that, they go back and they batch test the CBD gummy bears in order to make sure, again, that they are delivering the promised CBD potency. I think you guys are going to love them. And if you want to give them a shot, if you want to try them out, go over to their website. It's sweatcbd.com. Enter the promo code JAMES10, and that will get you 10% off of your order. Go over there again at sweatcbd.com. Enter the promo code JAMES10 to get 10% off your order. I know you guys are going to love them. And now, on with the show. Without further ado, I'm going to go ahead and introduce my awesome and amazing friend, Chelsea. Um, I was just thinking about this right before the call because I, I don't have like a formal introduction for you, but I don't remember exactly how you and I initially got connected but you're definitely one of those people that once we got connected, I'm like, yeah, the, this is my fucking soul sister right here, man. You know, yeah. We, I feel like I was seeing you all over the place. This could have been you. And I DM'd you, which I don't typically DM people first just because, I don't know. I don't know why. It's not like there's not a reason. I just don't because I'm yeah. keeping up with them. But I saw you and I was like, dude, you are all over my Facebook with all my closest people. Who the fuck are you? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. And it's, and it's just one of those things where just naturally we, we were sharing very similar messages and have very similar outlooks and we both love the word fuck. So, you know, it was, yeah. we were instant best friends from right there. 
but I, but I love, you know, what I love about you specifically, you know, just to give people an idea is like, you know, we always talk about authenticity and being yourself and just not having that fear. And I don't know many people that are just more true to what I believe. Like, I can't imagine a fake bone in your body. I'm like, you're just like, fuck it. I don't care. This is me. If you love me. Awesome. If you hate me, fuck, I don't care. You know, this is just who the fuck I am. So be it. And I absolutely yeah. love that about you because there's so many people that talk about authenticity, but mm -hmm. it doesn't always feel like it comes across. And with you, like a thousand percent, you know, it's, it's there. Uh, thank you. That's yeah, that's my word. And uh, I would be very sad if that was not coming through. So yeah. I really appreciate that, you know, cause that, I mean, that hasn't always been that way, you know? Yeah. So now today we're going to talk specifically about sabotage and we, we joked that Facebook sabotage just, you know, on the first go around that we had you on here. Um, but life loves to throw crazy things at us. And, and like we just joked about, you know, even going on this call right here, it almost happened again where, you know, Facebook was going to kind of throw us a little, you know, curveball. But again, we just, we adapt and we overcome it. So I'm going to just kind of turn the floor over to you and let you kind of share, share some different messages and ideas about sabotage and how to deal with it and how to overcome it. Yeah. Yeah. Hello everyone. So I am a sabotage coach and I don't know. I just, it's, it's the thing that we're all dealing with as human beings, right? It's sabotage. If we're late to a meeting, if we overeat, if we stay up too late, I mean, I know I do those things decently consistently. Like we all do that, right? When we're under stress or under pressure, like I just ate a donut and I'm like, Oh God, now I feel foggy. Like is this sabotage? Um, but the thing about sabotage is that I don't even feel like it's the, the actual thing that we would call sabotage. So what I mean by that is like when you eat the donut or when you watch 10 episodes of Ozark and don't go to bed till four, right. And you have a meeting the next day or you drink too much. Like those aren't actually what sabotage is. What sabotage is from my bias. And we have my little doodle joining us today. <laughs> Say hi buddy. Um, sabotage is believing the thoughts that we have about ourselves in relation to those actions that we took. Does that make sense? So it's like, Oh wow, you're a piece of shit. Cause you stayed up so late. And then you, you ate a donut for breakfast. Like who the fuck do you think you are? You can't run a business. You can't work out. You can't do this. You can't do that. Sabotage isn't actually our action. It's perpetuated in believing the thoughts that we have about ourselves and our worth and our value as human beings because of actions that we take that are actually totally fucking human. Yeah. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Cause yeah, I mean, I'm not that. exactly. And like some clients come to me as a sabotage coach and it's like, you know, I don't want to ever overeat again. <laughs> I'm like, good fucking luck. <laughs> <laughs> If yeah. you find someone who can help you with that, like send them my way. But you know, the goal is not to become unhuman. That would be becoming dead or a robot, right? Yeah. It's learning to live with our humanity and not make it mean anything about our value or our worth and being able to overcome whatever that was and not have it slow us down in our actions and our commitments. Right. Mm. So like, let's say you stayed up too late last night watching a show. Right. And you've got this live today. Yeah. Yeah. 
and you wake up and you don't feel the greatest because you fucking stayed up too late. What the fuck's wrong with you, James? Why'd you do that? You knew you had a fucking thing. Yeah. (laughs) Right? Yeah. That's the narrative that goes on in your head. And it's like, what happens is that sabotage starts to compound. So it's like, okay, you took the action that was quote unquote negative. And then you wake up in the morning and you feel like crap. It doesn't just stop there. We then make it mean something about ourselves and we make it mean that we're going to have a crappy day that we suck at running a business, that why did we even start this group in the first place? We can't get our shit together. I'm an imposter. It starts to compound to where we basically come back to that box that we have ourselves in of like, see, you really can't do anything successful. You can't make a lot of money. You're not powerful. You like, you're a fraud. Yeah. You know, um, it's a vicious cycle. And then we turn back to those behaviors that are overeating or oversleeping or whatever in an attempt to numb out those thoughts. Because really it comes back to thoughts. My bias. Yeah. If you didn't believe your thoughts, you wouldn't sabotage. Because you'd know who you really are and you'd have a context for the voice in your head. And like this seminar that I go to, they'd be like, okay, right now you're like, what voice in my head? I don't have a voice in my head. (laughs) That's the voice that I'm talking about. Yeah. It's like, what voice? I I think it's always in there talking, talking to us. Talking shit too. Yeah. All the time. Yeah. That's what it usually is. It's like, say, it's always, you know, telling you it. And even if it does give you that pause, like, yeah, you did good, but it's only for like half a second. But then you think about, well, this is what I could have done better. Or, but this other person does it better than I do. You start that comparison mode. Uh, like, well, okay, I did good for a second, but you know, I'm still a piece of shit because I fucked up this or I forgot, you know, forgot that. Exactly. It's that negative bias, right. Of our brain. Cause we're human beings and we, you know, we used to be, have to run from Siberian tigers or whatever. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah. Were Siberian tigers real? The saber-toothed tigers? <laughs> saber-toothed Are those tigers. real? Are they yeah. real? Yeah. We think they were. I think, okay, yeah. Like we used to have to be afraid of that, right? Like we've all heard about the fear brain. So your brain has a context of negativity to yeah. keep you alive. The problem is that we don't listen to that voice. We don't have a context for that voice. I always tell my clients, you listen to that voice. Like if you were in North Korea, like it's Kim Jong-un or whatever. Like you believe that voice, like it's God and everything it says is true and important and you don't question it instead of having the context of it's your five-year-old brother that doesn't know what the fuck he's talking about. Yeah. That makes a big difference, right? Because yeah. if you're in the middle of a launch, let's say you're in the middle of a launch. I'm in the middle of a launch right now. Business owners so often when they're launching something, It's like they have highs and then they have lows and then it's like, what the fuck am I doing? Who am I to do this? You know, okay, I have two people signed up. What if no one else signs up? All these thoughts and we get stopped right there when our thoughts are like, what if you don't get anyone else signing up? We don't question the thought. We're just like, oh my God, what would I do? I'd be a fraud. No one's going to believe me. Mm -hmm. I can't go on. Why am I even doing this? And that's when we curl up into a ball on the couch. Because we're treating that voice like it's Kim Jong-un instead of your little brother. Yeah. Right? I mean, this can be revolutionary if we take it to that level. Because that voice in our head isn't going anywhere. Right? No, it's it's there. It's been there since you were born and it's going to be there until the day you die. It's just going to always be back there, you know, 
all the times, even as we're sitting here having this conversation right now, you know, I'm like, you know, there's this voice in my head going like, okay, people watching, are they connecting with this? Yeah. Is Chelsea going to say something? I don't know what the fuck she's going to say. And am I going to look like a goddamn fool? Because I'm like, um, yeah, yeah, I get it. You know, it's, it's always there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we don't, we don't want to confront that. You know what I mean? Like, or, or like my, my fear, it's not really my fear, but like, is that I'll be saying this and it won't like, like, I want you to take this life changing gift and use it because so many people will, you know, live their lives and die and never realize that, holy shit, that voice isn't true. Like nothing it said, like 95% of what that voice says is not true. Mm-mm. No. Which, yeah. I mean, it's. It's just random thoughts that pop into your head that we've given meaning to. And, and like saying, then we start looking for that proof we start thinking about oh yeah where that was that time like say where i you know i i did fucking stay up way too late you know i was like i just one more episode then i'm going to turn this off and then like you know five episodes later you're like god damn it the sun's coming up gotta go to bed because you gotta be up in three hours for this or like say you munched out on you know like cookies or whatever in the cabinet you're like see there it is there's the proof no no exactly we make those things mean something why because that voice is a meaning making machine Mm-hmm. One of my mentors, Robert Scheinfeld, he calls it the mind machine. The mind machine makes things mean something. It's what is this? What does this mean? How do I react? Yeah. Those are the three questions that that voice asks. And it's like that in a split second. What is this? Okay, I stayed up too late. What does it mean? I'm a piece of shit. How do I react? Eat cookies. And that's where we just start to cycle. And like you said, we look for proof, right? Mm-hmm. So I actually, I actually wrote that down. So sabotage comes from believing your thoughts. My Saint Bernard is saying hello too. <laughs> right. And then the second part is you're not committed to something. So this is something the seminar I was talking about landmark talks about a lot and they're really great at explaining it is that when you're not committed to something, when you're, when you don't have a commitment, Mm -hmm. you are going to believe your thoughts and your feelings and what they call your internal state instead of sticking to your commitment. So it's like, are you taking actions based on your internal state or are you taking actions based on what you're committed to? That's a big fucking difference, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, if you if you wake up in the morning, like if you stayed up all night long and then you wake up in the morning, you're feeling like shit, like, well, I'm not going to mess with it. But if you know you've got this commitment of these people that I'm supposed to show up for and I'm supposed to be there for, you're like, I don't care how, how shitty I feel, I'm getting my shit together today and I'm going to make this happen and I'm going to deliver the best that I can because this is what I've committed to. Exactly. Regardless of how you feel or what you think. And that's something that can be a little controversial and like the woo-woo circles, which I like woo-woo. But at the same time, sometimes it doesn't fucking matter how you feel. (laughs) Not, I'm not saying like honor your feelings. I mean, so much of my work is about honoring how you feel, like just honor, acknowledge it, but not taking actions based on how you feel. Right. That's why so often people are flakes and people don't stick to what they say because they commit to something two weeks ago and then the day comes and they're like, I don't feel like it. Mm -hmm. It's like, great. Like, who cares? Are you committed to like your feelings come and go and you don't really control them. Yeah. So when we start operating based on our feelings and our thoughts, you're a fucking puppet. Mm-hmm. 
right? It's like yeah. you wake up one day and it's like, oh, I feel kind of depressed and sad and it's raining. And then that dictates your whole day because you have a movement of energy that is kind of slow. So you decide that your business doesn't get to like happen today. Yeah. Well, and, and I'll just say, you know, this has been a big one for me because like say, I, I like the woo-woo. I'm not way deep in the woo-woo, but again, yeah. I do like to honor those feelings. I like to kind of go where I feel like I'm called to go. But mm -hmm. then I caught myself, like you just said, where some days I'd wake up, I'm like, I'm not really feeling it today. And so then nothing would happen. Mm -hmm. And it's only been when I put myself in situations where I really had no fucking choice, but to act, like say, to start honoring that commitment. That's when the thing, you know, things really started falling into place. I'm like, oh, so I mean, yes, I need to honor my feelings and my emotions and not mm -hmm. bury that and like just keep shoving that down over and over and over again. Right. But when I'm in that moment, you know, and I have those feelings, I'm connected like, okay, now let's make a decision. Let's make a commitment that I'm going to honor no matter what I feel like when that day maybe comes, you just have to, yeah, start honoring that. Exactly. And because we make our feelings mean something too. That's the other thing is that that voice in your head is going to make it mean something that you feel like kind of slow and maybe quote unquote depressed today or like low energy, lethargic. It's like, oh, well, that means I'm going to have a bad day mm -hmm. or that means that I can't show up for this training or whatever it is. No, it doesn't fucking mean anything. It means there's a movement of energy inside of you. There's a thought that appears. Great. What are you committed to? And that's how, like, when you go to, you know, I know me and you have talked about, like, different um, conferences and, like, seminars where, like, it's like, rah, rah, woo, woo. Like, everyone's, like, jumping and excited. And you're yeah. riding this high from yeah. this guru that you're listening to who is filled with knowledge. But we get swept up in that hype. And we kind of, in those moments, a lot of times it's very easy to, like, get motivated because you feel good. <laughs> yeah. Right? which is a false correlation. It's like, I only take action when I feel good. No, that would, that like successful people, successful athletes aren't only showing up when they feel like it or they like, you know, like, Oh, I just, I just feel the perfect amount of sunshine and happy and motivated today. So I'm going to do my workout. Like, no, no, you know, and that doesn't mean that we like force ourselves into workouts or like punish ourselves with workouts, but it's, it's just, what are you committed to? Yeah. You know? Well, and, and what I love too, though, is when you, when you honor that commitment, when you, even though you're feeling like shit right now, when you go in there and honor that commitment you made when you were in that motivated and that inspired state, mm -hmm. what I found for me is then that brings me back to that state. Because there's been times where I've had maybe like a call like this or like a meeting that I'm supposed to be putting on or something. And, you know, what, for whatever reason that morning or that, you know, as I'm going up to that evening, I'm like, I just don't fucking feel like it, man. I just, I just hope nobody shows up. Or I hope it gets canceled. I hope something happens. I don't yeah. have to go. And like, no, I just don't want to do it. But then when you get there, you're like, no, now I fucking remember why I wanted to be here. Yes. Okay. Okay. Yeah. No, absolutely. I mean, how often it, it's not founded. Like even when I did, this is just me being very honest. When I did the, the coaching, the training at your office, mm -hmm. I was like super excited. And then the day of, I was like, Oh, why did I commit to this? It's an hour fucking drive away. Why am yeah. I doing this? And then yeah. I get there and I remember who the fuck I am, what I'm committed to and how great it is when I do show up for these things. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Because most no, of the time it's, it's our ego bullshitting it's, it's, us. 
It's the same. Yeah. And then same thing for me. Like, so when I would get ready to put on some of those meetings, I'm kind of like, shit, you know, is anybody going to show up? And I, God, nobody's going to connect with this or whatever. You start again, that doubt and that fear, that's when, that's what starts taking over those emotions. And you just get pulled out of that, that true energetic state of your true connection. And it's not until you, and like saying, yeah, if either one of us had followed that versus what we were committed to, that beautiful joyous moment would have never fucking happened, you know, and exactly. life changed. Like even these calls sometimes, like say there's certain days where I wake up like, oh fuck, I got, what time? Oh man, just, uh-huh. I got a movie I wanted to watch today. And that's what <laughs> I really would have to do. But then you get on yeah. these calls and like, no, yeah, now I remember why I'm here. Right. And that's your humanity. That's the thing that I want everyone to hear. Like your coaches don't want to show up for your calls sometimes. <laughs> that's just us being human and having feelings and thoughts, but it doesn't mean anything. It's not no. personal, right? Most of the time, it's our ego that's putting these thoughts, like that voice, right? Wants to keep you safe, right? Like, oh. I didn't want to go to your meeting and speak because it's like, what if no one cares what I say? What if I look stupid? What if I forget what I'm talking about? What if no one shows up, right? So yeah. the ego's like, yeah, maybe you should just stay home. Maybe you should just watch a movie. You really don't want to drive an hour. And it can be really convincing if you're not... committed to your commitment. That's what's necessary is we have to be committed a thousand percent to our dreams and what we're saying we're committed to. Cause if it's, if it's even 95% you're committed, you're going to have a backdoor. You're going to have a plan B you're already planning on it, not working. And that's when your saboteur can whisper sweet nothings into your ear and pull you under. Right. It's like a home wrecker. It's really like a home wrecker. It, it'd be like if I was, you know, I talked to you at the bar. I meet you at the bar. I don't have my wedding ring on. I got some low cut top on. I'm like, yeah, my marriage is like really not working. So like, I'm like 30% committed to my marriage and I'm talking to you and flirting. And I'm like, yeah, it's just like really not working. Like he kind of sucks and he never shows up and never picks up the dog poop. Like what's going to happen if you're the saboteur and I'm talking about how shitty my marriage is. Then that marriage is going down the drain because shit's going to happen. Exactly. You got a window. I just gave you a window. Mm-hmm. You just give your saboteur a window when you're 80% committed to your dream. But yeah. you're like, oh, if my business doesn't work out, I'll just move back in with my parents and I'll just fucking work at McDonald's. Okay. No wonder that you listen to that voice that comes up because you're not 110% committed. And you're open to hearing what the bullshitter has to say. I'm open to someone coming in and wrecking my marriage because I'm not committed fully. Yeah. Does that make sense? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because like I say, unless you're fully committed to it, you're like I say, you're giving yourself that, that second option, that plan B. And when you have that full 100% commitment, you know, I'm going to figure out a way to make this work no matter what. Exactly. And those voices, that thought in your head, of like you're a piece of shit or you don't matter or your business isn't going to work. They bounce off of you. Yeah. Because you're committed. You're like, no, there's actually no way that my business isn't going to work. Cause I don't have a plan B and those thoughts don't mean anything. Yeah. They don't mean anything. They're not founded. That freaking voice is all over the place. It doesn't mean anything. So when we can see that it doesn't mean anything. And if we're committed to our dreams that, that's our shield. 
really, you know. That's where that power's at is just in being, being committed to, to that belief and just honoring that. Yeah. Being committed to your belief and not your feelings and your thoughts. That's, I mean, that is the secret sauce, really. Like, I'm like, I don't really have much else, like, other than, you know, commit to your commitment and don't trust your thoughts. Like, don't believe them. Don't buy into them. You know, don't, don't stockpile like, oh, you stayed up till two in the morning watching TV means you're a piece of shit or you're not cut out for a business. Doesn't mean that. You know, your brain's trying to make it mean something to justify or rationalize or keep you in a box. Your thought machine is not committed to your dreams. So what, what would you suggest if somebody is having a hard time getting committed to whatever they feel their dream is, or what they think their dream is? My first question for people, like if I do couples coaching, because sometimes I'll do couples coaching, um, and it relates Um, I don't know why I did this. It does relate. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, so what I ask is like, are you willing to commit? Do you want to commit? That's the first question. It's like, do you, are you wanting to commit? Right? Like, is that a desire of yours or not? Because if it's not, no one in the world is going to help you commit to something you don't have a desire to commit to. Right? Like, even if it's scary, you want to commit to making a million dollars or six figures or whatever, right? Like you have to have that desire. And then the next step, and this is going to sound really fucking biased, but get a coach. I mean, that is my absolute like top value, especially for coaches and entrepreneurs. Well, coaches mostly. Um, I don't trust a coach who doesn't have a fucking coach. Like, and I stand by that and that could be offensive. But if you're not getting checked by your bullshit and your blind spots, I don't trust you. So for people who want to commit to something, to me, a coach is just like a freaking basketball coach or a volleyball coach. Like they are there to remind you why you're there and how to perfect your performance, which you can't do in between your own ears because that voice is so strong. You need someone coaching you through it and reminding you of why you're paying them money in the first place. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, the coaches are huge, obviously, you know, cause I mean, we both just, well, you made a post about, you know, how much you invested in yours and just, and I, you know, I supported that. It's like, you know, I've, I've spent a lot of fucking money that I didn't have yeah. you know, the last five years because like, say it's easy for us to justify in our own heads, you know, Oh, well, here's, here's, I'm going to rationalize this behavior that I just did. But if you got somebody outside of you calling your bullshit, it's like, eh, you know, I don't, I don't know if that's, that's exactly why you're doing that, James. You know, maybe you're telling yourself <laughs> that's what it is, but eh, I don't think so. You know? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Cause you bullshit yourself. I mean, we, we are like grade a bullshitters, all yeah. of us all the time, justifying why we didn't show up for something, why we're not committing, why we're not investing the money, why we're not getting up earlier. We justify all the time. So, you know, like you said, if someone wants to commit to something, to me, they need a coach or a guru or like a teacher, somebody to keep them in check and they need to be paying them. That's the other thing. Like you need to be paying your coach. So you have skin in the game and you have something to lose. Mm-hmm. So your ego is afraid, like you're actually going to show up, you know, yeah. and you're actually proving to yourself that 
you are committed. Yeah. Right. So some, some serious accountability there. It really is. I mean, I think I told you when I was in the hunt for a coach, a business coach, um, I found someone I really liked and, you know, not knocking them, but they were $67 a month. And I was like, what? Like I let my gym membership roll over every <laughs> month for 60 bucks a month and I'm not showing up. Like I need some serious, I need ouch money in the game. Skin in the game. Yeah. Yeah. It needs to hurt. <laughs> like, yeah. It needs to hurt if I don't do my homework from yeah. that coach. You know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah, I really feel like that's the answer. Like if someone's wanting to commit and is having a struggle with their thoughts and their feelings and actually showing up on the court of life, you need to hire someone, whoever, you know, James is a fucking kick ass coach. Like find the coach that you resonate with, who you know is going to kick your ass in gear. Yeah. You know, don't, don't pick the coach that you're going to be most comfortable with either. You know? Yeah. That's, I think that's a huge mistake is somebody that you're going to be buddies with, because I think that's something that I kind of look for is like, well, I, you know, I'm going to be friends with this person and we're going to be, you know, and they're going to, you know, be nice to me. Like, Honestly, I want somebody to kick me in the fucking ass. I don't want mm-hmm. somebody to let me get by, like say, with my bullshit. You know, I want somebody to call me out every single time, and not to be a complete dick. You know, right? But if if they are just getting a hint of bullshit from me, I want them to like James. Really? Are you sure? Are you sure that's what's going on here, man? Because eh, you know, you've got to have that that perspective because um, it's not a friendship. It's not, you know, right. And I think, I think you can, you can develop a friendship if you're humble enough. Yeah. Right. Cause it takes mad humility to be able to take that kind of coaching from a friend. Like I call it a loving bitch slap. Yeah. Cause so many of us were codependent. Yeah. It's like, I can't believe you just said that to me. (laughs) Yeah. Like you're being passive aggressive, James. Like what the fuck (laughs) are you doing? It's like, you know what I mean? Which is where I think it, it can be really hard if you're not really balancing it to be friends with your coach, you know? But yeah, I, I definitely get that. Definitely. Yeah. Cool. So, all right. So coach is the answer. Get that account. Coach is the answer. I awesome. mean, seriously. Yeah. Invest. Like if you're seriously committed, you'll put money out. And if you won't, then you, you get to know for yourself that you're not actually that committed. Yeah. You know? Well, and, and like you said in your post too, it's, it's not money that you have just easily laying around because then it's not truly the skin in the game. It's like, you know, if I got, you know, 500 bucks just sitting over here and it's not doing anything, it's not hurting me to put that over there on a coach or whatever. Right. Uh, or, the, or the thousands and thousands of dollars that you and I put into it. You know, it, it had to fucking hurt. You know, I had to like question like, well, I don't know where the fuck this money's coming from, but I just know I need to invest it in myself and it'll come back to me either through my business or through some lesson that I learned, even if it's a piece of shit, you know, program that I go through, I'm going to learn, well, don't invest in that type of program or be more aware. There's going to be something that comes out of it, but I've, I've taken that and I've invested it into myself and that increases my belief in myself that I'm worthy of doing that. Absolutely. You get to like, even if the coach does nothing, right? Like they're a rock. And I mean, that's not going to happen, but (laughs) even if you paid a rock, $8,000 because you were committed to something like, you know, yourself as someone who is that committed to you. You know what I mean? Like you get to know yourself at a deeper level when you're willing to put 
like the money that you put out, yeah, that kind of money into your livelihood. Like you get to know yourself, James, as a badass guy who's committed to a big life. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Oh, and that's ammo against that bullshit voice in your head. Yeah. It's like, well, I'm this, I'm that. No, like I'm legit. It's You're building legit. That, building that confidence in yourself. Yeah. 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 It's thing. You know, I believe in myself enough to do this. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Cause it, you know, that voice will be like, well, what if I fail or what if I actually don't learn or what if I actually don't change? It's like, well, if you have that, that belief, then you've got a backdoor policy on it potentially not working or you not potentially putting skin in the game. You have to know that you will, you have to commit to that. Yeah. Nope. I love that. So, all right, well, let's, let's go ahead and put a bow on this. And before we do, speaking of awesome and amazing coaches, I, I happen to know one right there. I don't have, yeah. That's like, how's Over it here. on the screen? Like, right there. There we go. Yeah. Um, so let's, how can anybody find you? Obviously I got you tagged here on the Facebook group, you know, so people can connect with you there, but if they're looking for you outside of that, um, what's the best place for them to connect with you and find out about what you're, what you're doing these days? Yeah. So my biggest home right now and for a long time is Instagram. So my handle is, uh, at Chelsea Dickinson, um, C H E L S. And then my last name, um, I'm all over Instagram and right now I'm actually launching something called the Merlot mastermind. So that is for kick-ass women who are coaches, entrepreneurs, self-help junkies looking to slay their saboteur and have a lot of fun. Um, we're actually doing four calls a month for four months and twice a month it's coaching mastermind style. And twice a month, it's actually just like hangout parties with PJs and wine. Nice. So yeah, kind of a fun way to do COVID and all that. Yeah. That'd be a nice, nice way to balance it. You know, getting that because I mean, and one of the things, you know, right there, part of that, that community, that is so, so huge. You know, you talk about getting the coach, but also surrounding yourself with people that believe in you and that can help support you and, and pull you out of those moments of despair. Um, I think that is so, so huge. It is. Yeah. When you have someone listening to you bigger than you listen to yourself, that's yeah. when you really start making dreams happen. So Awesome. So let me, let me check here. Hillary, since we got you on the line, just, we got to give you a chance to have anything you want to questions, comments, or anything you'd like to toss in here. Um, I just want to put in a shameless plug for Chelsea as a coach. Um, I've been working with her for a year now. Um, and yes, it, it might, I mean, my saboteur this morning was like, um, why are you going to get on this call? Cause you've heard her say these things a million times before, <laughs> but every time I do, I get something new. Like I'm in a place today where I was just, you know, my saboteur was running the show and it was like, it's rainy outside and I have no energy and I've been going through this, blah, 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 blah. And I jump on today and it was just like, okay, cool. So all there is to do is just to get off of it. So yeah. despite having worked with Chelsea for over a year, like there's still, you know, things to be done, you know? Um, and she's just such an amazing coach. Um, I, I mean, in general, like, and she does really toe that line very well between like friend and coach. Um, but she's also that kind of person that you said, like, she's very authentic and that's contagious and that she brings that to her work. And also just like, she genuinely wants you to get this and it's a powerful tool. Like when you can, when you can master it, 
when you have those days of badassery where you're just like fuck you saboteur you got no place here i know your name you know yes. so yeah yes that is That's so awesome i love oh, it oh thank you hillary i love you so much yeah, you do. Yes. So yeah. awesome. So, well, I don't know if there's any better way to end it than that right there. Let's, let's just keep yeah. it right there on that amazing high note. So Chelsea, thank you so much for everything that you do and definitely for coming back, um, you know, and being on here again, I really appreciate it and hope that people, you know, get an even deeper message. Just like Hillary said, you know, even if they happen to catch the first go around, if they come back through, maybe they picked up something different. Um, yeah. so Thank you so much. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. It's been a great joy. Okay. All right, you guys. I'll take care and we'll see you on the next call. Bye. If you found value in this episode, please share it with your friends. Give us a five-star rating on iTunes and anywhere else that you happen to hear it. We are just trying to celebrate life, make it better for everyone and sharing these messages with them just helps them believe in themselves and what can be better than that.